Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash tales from retail. Our first post of this episode comes from Smoothie Doobie Doo and it's titled Trolley Boy Coming Dangerously Close to Killing Two Girls. Guess I'll start by talking about my role. For three years I worked at one of the big supermarket chains in Oz, in one of the biggest shopping centers for my state. Before quitting, I was one of the trolley boys and would drive around in a Ford Courier and trailer to collect the trolleys from all the car parks. On a busy day I could be stuck for 20 minutes in one car park waiting to travel several hundred meters to drop off 36 trolleys that are immediately snapped up by angry shoppers waiting for one, then I get to do it all again, yay. Anyway, I could go on about some dumb, dumb, dumb customers, but I digress. When I first started this job I thought it was great probably there for a month or two before having one of the scariest experiences. This was on a weeknight doing the usual run. Driving through the bus depot area of the block, going a little under the speed limit, I kept my eyes focused on the road while glancing off to make sure if any buses were about to pull out on the road. All seemed fine, but next moment two girls charged out in the middle of the road, directly in front of the car, where they froze up. It's like that that saying, a deer in headlights. I mean seriously, these two girls saw how close I was to hitting, stopped running, then literally hugged each other, as if they thought they were about to die. I only had a split second to react, so I slammed on the brakes while swerving to the next lane. Reminding you, this is all while having a trailer hooked on the back. Was probably going 50 kilometers per hour and knew I couldn't slow down in time. Probably two of the dumbest people I've had to interact with at that job. I've told a few about that incident, and the reactions I've gotten has been whack. I trained up one guy several months before leaving, and he basically said he wouldn't care if he killed them because it was their fault. Told mum about it and she said, I quote, silly strays. To me, it was a bit like, I don't want to kill anyone even if it wasn't my fault. The next post from Jaybird 199,300,000 is titled Showing up early before your order is ready. So once upon a time I worked in a printing store and surprisingly customers who want copies of documents can be jerks, this is the most interesting stories I have about said type of customer. So one day a customer came in during our rush hour with a huge stack of papers, and wants one copy of each and there are a decent amount of papers of all different sizes, you have to change the settings and type of paper when this happens. We say okay, come back in two hours and it should be done. Two hours to get through the rush, customer says okay and makes us promise that they should be done by then. A hour goes by, the rush has calmed down and one employee has gotten a start on the copies, the customer comes back in and asks if his copies are done we say no we're still working on him, he demands to know when they will be done, we inform him he's technically early and that they should be done within the next hour. He demands them now and starts yelling at the employee working on them. The manager steps in and tries to calm him down. He starts going off about how he has trust issues and that this is why you can't take anyone's word on anything anymore. He starts trying to back the manager into a corner of the store and starts talking about how he knows people and how he used to be a pilot and starts getting aggressive. So we threaten to call the cops. At this point we decide to just not finish his print job and give him back the originals and sheared his copies. He gets big mad and says he's never coming back and we're all happy to hear that. About 15 minutes go by and we get a phone call it's the customer saying we forgot one of his original documents, so I look around the counter and assure him we retuned him to him, and that we double checked that we did, he gets pissed on the phone and hangs up. Another 15 minutes goes by he calls again says he double checked his documents and he's sure something is missing. In the background you could hear him speeding and his tires screeching as he yells about his copies. 
I offer to transfer him to the manager and he hangs up. Another 15 minutes goes by and he calls again this time the manager answers the phone the customer is just screaming at this point. You forgot my copies a a a g g g g g h h h h a a a a g g g g h a g g g h h h h h you forgot my copies a g h h h h click. The manager hangs up the phone. At this point we're pretty sure he's likely coming back up to the store. The manager goes in the back to figure out what to do, and another 15 minutes comes around and there is no call, but I sense something is about to happen. So I decide to take a 15-minute bathroom break. When I come out the bathroom, there he is up at the front of the counter demanding his lost documents. When I come out the bathroom and see him I kind of duck behind a store shelf, at the same time the manager was also coming out from the back and also ducked behind a store shelf. The associate that was up at the front of the store also ducked down behind a printer. After a moment we were all like well guess we got to at least go talk to him. So me and the manager walk up and he's yelling about talking to me and how his copies were not made on time. I remind him that he came in early and he refuses to leave the store until he gets his copies and we call the police, the customer rants and raves that this is what's wrong with America and why you can't trust people. The cops show up and escort the man out and tell him he's banned from the store he does not leave quietly. The next post from 21 Stommer is titled Lady Tries to Steal Over $300 Worth of Stuff. I work in a really biff retail chain, it finally got slow enough to get off my register last night so I was covering a break standing at the door. The self-checkout host noticed when she helped a lady that the lady had a bunch of items in bags that weren't on the checkout terminal screen. It's possible that she had a separate receipt but she asked me to check it just in case. Of course I obliged. Red flag number one. On her way out she got on her phone. I don't know why but people assume it they are looking at their phone that we won't ask them. So I asked her for her receipt, which she said sure and showed me. Red flag number two she immediately stated that the self-check was giving her issues when she tried to ring stuff up, she had probably around 25 items and the receipt only showed about 10 of them. As it's not my job and also recommended to be accusatory, I was nice about the whole thing and so was she. The receipt was hard to read so I was UPC matching all her items and separated about 15 things that were not paid for to which she claimed it was an accident. She said she still wants to buy three of the things so I took the rest and told the self-check attendant to ring her up on the actual register inside the self-check. As this is about to happen, an assist protection associate just so happens to come through to buy a soda, I show him all the stuff I took and said, you're gonna want a report, she just tried to leave with all this. He immediately stopped her transaction with the self-check host and told her she needed to either go with him right now or promptly leave the store. Of course she chose the latter. It really didn't look like the stuff would be worth that much but she had a toy that was like $40. About $50 worth of clothes she didn't ring up, and she had a kid's phone and tablet. The ones that are used for like learning simple things. The total on the items came out to over $300 worth of items. I try to see the best in everyone but lady this wasn't an accident, edit. This is my most upvoted post ever, thank y'all so much. The next post from Jessica Levy is titled why do you have your card information in an app, pulled up on your phone, and expecting a cashier to just enter it into the computer. Dot. Hello there, Reddit. My, it's been a while since I posted here, but I have a good story or two to share here, and thought that they would be worthy of entertaining or otherwise distracting you. For some context, I work in a hardware store in North Carolina as a sales associate. Translation, your everyday soul-suck drone that comes in only to count the hours to when she can finally catch the bus home. 
This happened to me on Saturday during my midday shift while I was on register. I had this one older gentleman come up to my register to pay for a set of screws that came up to under $8. To be fair, this man said to me that his card information was on his phone. To me, I was thinking things like, it's probably just mobile pay, and, okay. Dot why is he telling me this? Anyway, I quickly rang him up and told him his total. This is where it goes from a somewhat normal transaction to a transaction that makes me question how this dude was able to just get by in life. He pulled up his credit card information. On his phone. Possibly in view of other customers. I told him that I couldn't accept this payment and asked if he had anything else to pay with, and even if he had mobile pay. He said no, his wallet was in his other car. I basically told him that I cannot accept his payment then. I had not explained to him why, and while I should have, I would think that it's pretty self-explanatory why. For those who don't know, some stores will not manually key in your credit card information because a, from my understanding, it's illegal for us to take you sensitive information and store it in our system and b, it's literally store policy that we cannot do that as we also do not know if this is a fraudulent or stolen credit card, or if the person is just that inept. Anyway, I suspended his transaction and he left. I mentally make a note to put his stuff away before I left, as 90% of the time the customer never came back to purchase their items. Later on, he came back and purchased his screw set, with cash. I will never understand why he wanted me to make one form of payment work when he had another one ready. The next post from 10-digit number is titled Pumpkin Head, Pumpkin Head, Please Go Away. Or, I've had enough spooks in this one encounter for the entire year. Hello all. I didn't think I'd ever get a tale worth noting from my job working at a gas station convenience store, let alone one as bizarre as this, but it happened last night. I'm going to remember what I can, but I thought it was worth a post here simply because of how strange it was. This happened about 8.30pm-ish. I had recently come off my break, it was just over halfway through my shift, and I was feeling unusually energetic. I was watching the front counter, with my co-worker restocking drinks in our store's fridges. It's about then that I notice them. It's two young guys, ambling around outside the store. For some reason, they're wearing pumpkins on their heads. Actual pumpkins, carved eyes and mouths in them, and one of them not fitting quite right over one of their heads. The other has a strange-looking and very long stalk, which unfortunately is not quite what it seems. That they were walking back and forth around the entrance was unsettling enough, though in hindsight I think they might have been drunk or something, but before too long they entered the store. They continue wandering around the store, just doing their own thing, and myself, as well as my co-worker and the other customers present, are giving them odd looks. That strange stalk doesn't look natural anymore, and I start to fear that it might be a knife. I'm robbed of my voice however, only barely managing to help the customers that come up to the counter and to check out their purchases. Then, the two come up with only a soda to purchase. That's when I get a closer look at these horrific monstrosities. It was unsettling enough that they were wearing pumpkins like helmets, but now that I could see them up close I could feel five alarm fire bells ringing in my head. Possibly literally, jaggedly lining the mouths and the eyes, there were matchheads. Lots of them, to the point where the pumpkins would likely explode into a ball of flame if just a single spark ignited one of them. As if to make my heart race more, the strange stalk from earlier drops from one guy's head and onto the counter. It is indeed a knife, a large hunting knife. I had initially thought it was an 8 to 9 blade, but looking back it was probably 6 inches of wide, rusty looking hunter's knife. 
I almost couldn't keep it together for the rest of the transaction after that, fearing that I was about to be robbed, stabbed, or possibly both in the face of these now positively psychotic-looking individuals. But, the reason I can talk about this peacefully is because they simply bought their single bottle of soda and left. It didn't stop me from shaking for the rest of the shift and going into an anxiety attack at some point, but this is the first terrifying experience I've had as a retail employee, and it's one I hope never gets repeated. At least I'll have an interesting story to share with the night shift co-worker when I see him on Saturday. I'm still wondering why they had the matches in the pumpkins though, and strangely I think this encounter would have been less unsettling if they weren't there, if only slightly. I also hope those two don't end up on the news for something screwed up later, but we'll see. Enjoy your spooky Halloween-related story, and know that there are some real weirdos out there. I'm lucky that, this time, these spectres haunting my place of work only wanted a soda. This time, today's last post from Astoral Secho is titled Granny Hulk and the Hidden Valley Vitamins. I was a cashier at an overpriced corner store when I was 16. Granny Hulk came to the counter and wanted two bottles of Spring Valley Vitamins, a two-liter of Diet A and W root beer, and a few misc items. She was a pleasant, and a rather tiny, elderly woman and we chatted for a minute, but when I told her the total, she seemed flabbergasted and distressed. But the vitamins are buy one get one free. Can't you read your own signs? Spring Valley vitamins price $12.99 minus 24.99 were on sale that week, but the vitamins she bought up were $29.99 each and unfortunately the only type not included. This come up with another customer I'd had, so I apologized and showed her where it specified the price range of the vitamins included. I even went over with her to the signage, again, since I had checked it earlier, and confirmed it was correct. It didn't matter, nothing I did mattered, she didn't want an explanation, she obviously just wanted the sale applied to what she wanted to purchase. Her unholy shrieking got louder and louder until finally a manager came out of the back office from the noise, but it was too late. This sweet old woman under five feet tall who had just been telling me about her little dog suddenly transformed into a banshee of chaos and hefted the two-liter above her head like Hulk throwing a car, and yeeted it right over the counter at my face while yelling that she was going to our competitor. She rammed the cart into the counter, dropped her own purse and yelled that that was also my fault before devolving into, I need an exorcist, gibberish as she picked it up and stormed out. My manager had just frozen mid-stride to the counter watching the exchange, and I didn't blame him. Little old ladies can be scary, man. TL, DR, Granny Hulk got angry and yeeted a two-liter of Diet A and W root beer at me before going full exercise me. The two-liter was definitely aimed at my face, but she lacked the forward momentum to make it there and it landed on my wrist instead. Edit, they were Spring Valley vitamins, not Hidden Valley. It's been 15 years and I'm still a derp. Thank you you, the king of rye 777.